0: I said give him praise right now I think he's worthy of about 30 more seconds How about you? I said he's done too much for me For me to be quiet about it I'm going to let my praise be known No matter if it's in the church house Or on the street corner I got a praise in my heart Does anybody feel that way right now? little fellas out there speak I'm just gonna tell you, if they got it on the inside of them, to get out in front of everybody and just begin to shout and magnify God. I wish somebody I wish somebody to get out the aisle and just worship him for a minute. Look at your neighbor, say something good is about to happen. Anybody come hungry tonight? I'm going to ask you again, anybody come hungry tonight? Bible said, blessed are they that hunger and thirst after righteousness. He said, they shall be filled. If you come to this house hungry, you get your belly full before you leave. But there's got to be a desire on the inside of you. There's got to be a burning desire to walk out of here full of whatever the need is that you might have. Praise the Lord. Give honor to the pastor tonight and his wife. Bishop and his wife, could you give them a hand clap? see it, don't lose the spirit that we have right here. If you have your Bibles, if you turn to John chapter 6, be reading verses 30 through 35. When I first began to speak to Brother Vasquez over the phone, he told me after service, he said, we're going to have to eat supper at my house. I thought, well, that's all right with me. Most days I only eat supper. We've ate supper all my life at the house. We, I've never ate dinner, not one night, back home. Everybody you talk to, they call it supper. And that's my favorite time of the day. I like morning, I'm not against the morning time, but there's something about the evening when everything gets to slowing down. Been running all day long and everything just gets to smooth out. Sit down with your family around the table, Eat a little bit of supper. Get your belly full. Drink a cup of coffee. It's just a good time. And I'm hungry right now. I hope you ain't too full. From Sunday lunch today. Because there's a spread out in front of you right now. There's a spread laid out in front of you right now. If you're hungry, look at your neighbor. And say you got to be hungry tonight. John chapter six verse thirty says, "They said therefore unto him, What sign showest thou them that we may see and believe thee? What dost thou work? Our fathers did eat manna in the desert, as it is written. He gave them bread from heaven to eat. Then Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Moses gave you not that bread from heaven, but my Father giveth you the true bread from heaven." For the bread of God is he which cometh down from heaven and giveth life unto the world. Then said they unto him, Lord, evermore give us this bread. And Jesus said unto them, I am the bread of life. He that cometh unto me shall never hunger. And he that believeth on me shall never thirst. And I want to preach to you from this title for a minute, Supper Time. Supper time. Let's lift our hands. Lord, I love you. Thank you for your word tonight that's forever settled in heaven. Thank you for the anointing of the Holy Ghost that I feel. God, I speak it upon every heart and every mind right now. God, that they would receive your word with faith. God, I pray your anointing upon me. God, that you would help me, that you would strengthen my body. God, that you would let me speak with clarity. God, and you would give me clear thoughts. God, that I would transmit faith to this body right now. I release the gifts of the Spirit to be in operation, that your body would be edified and encouraged before we leave tonight. Confirm your word in the name of Jesus Christ. Let's clap your hands to the Lord right now. Amen. You may be seated tonight just for a minute. In Jesus' name. Supper time. In 2 Samuel chapter 9, the Bible says, And David said, Is there yet any that is left of the house of Saul, that I may show him kindness for Jonathan's sake? And there was of the house of Saul a servant whose name was Ziba. And when they had called him unto David, the king said unto him, Art thou Ziba? And he said, Thy servant is he. And the king said, Is there not yet any that is left of the house of Saul, that I may show the kindness of God unto him. And Ziba said unto king, Jonathan hath yet a son, which is lame on his feet. And the king said unto him, Where is he? And Ziba said, Behold, he is in the house of Mekir, the son of Emile in Lodibar. Then David sent and fetched him out of the house of Macir and Lodibar. Remember, Phibosheth, son of Jonathan, grandson, of once King Saul was crippled as a young boy. Now with his family lineage near distinction. And living in a remote and barren corner of the kingdom. This man was in a state of destitution. He was living in a town of debar Which by definition means no pasture. It was a place of poverty. It was a place of hunger. It was a place of suffering. Just north of the Jabbok River in ancient Israel. It was a town of the forgotten, And it was here that you would find the lost. The outcasts. The throwaways. And it was right here in this place. That this man Mephibosheth. A man that did not have anything to offer. Was sought out by the king. It was in this place of famine that this man Mephibosheth was pulled out and brought back into the presence of a king I come to speak to you tonight if you hear under the sound of my voice God is drawing you from a place of low debar back into the presence of a king tonight it don't matter how hungry you are it don't matter how broken you are it don't matter what you've done where you're at the king has come to fetch you out of that place where you're at Bible says that Mephibosheth was crippled by a fall in 2 Samuel 4 and 4 but he was saved by covenant made years early in 1 Samuel 23 and 18 Between David and his father. He was saved by the covenant. See, that's the power of the covenant. That you step in once you get baptized in Jesus' name. Woo! It don't matter how far away that you may find yourself at times. There's always a place at the table of the king for you. And I'm going to tell you something about eating at God's table. It ain't like eating at mama's table tonight. You ain't got to chew with your mouth closed. It don't matter if you get a little bit messy. You can go back for seconds, thirds, and fourths. You can leave out of this place tonight full of the power of the Holy Ghost. But you got to be hungry. There's got to be a desire On the inside of you. Mephibosheth came. Bible says that he fell on his face and did reverence. And David said, Mephibosheth. And he said, behold thy servant. And he told him, he said, fear not. For I will surely restore unto thee all the land that pertained to thy father Saul. I'm not talking about a back corner lot way out in the middle of somewhere. I'm talking about a big oh, I'm talking about a big portion of the kingdom that was getting ready to get placed back into the possession of this man's hand. You come to this tonight in need of restoration. The God of restoration is moving right now. If you ain't in covenant with him, the water's waiting on you right now. The covenant is what brought him back. And I want to tell some parents tonight, got children out there lost living in the world. It was the covenant that was made between Mephibosheth, Father, and David. That caused David to pull Mephibosheth. Oh, somebody ought to be shouting right now. Caused David to pull Mephibosheth out of that place where he was. Whenever you stepped into covenant, friend, it don't matter how far away that your kids get, there's always going to be a pull. There's always going to be a drawing. Oh, I-, I wish some mamas and daddies would hear the word of the Lord right now train up a child the way he should go and when he is old he will not depart you call bats in texas you talk to my mama about that i was just like old mephibosheth brother i was out there in a place of no return i was out there living in famine People ready to kick dirt on me. Throw a couple of rocks at me. But God all the time continued to draw me. I preach it from a place, from a stance of experience. Right Then whenever I got good and ready, there was always a place at the table of the king for me. Some of you need to pull your chair back up. And pull out your spoon. And run that thing down in the pot. And get you some of the rib sticking goodness. That is provided. At God's table. You got to come to God's table with a little old Dixie spoon. Meat potatoes falling off the side. But you can get Enough that whenever you leave, that it'll carry you throughout the next day. Oh, i preach it to you right now. There's enough here to feel everybody under the sound of my voice, but there's gotta be a hunger. There's gotta be a desire tonight to pull up your chair And get ready to eat. You can ask the pastor, when it's time to eat at night, i mean business. I had not eaten nothing all day. I'm hungry. By the time night time rolls around. That's why that old angel come to Elijah when he was laying there, got through running from Jezebel. Laying there ready to die. Angel of the Lord appeared to him, laid a piece of bread on the coals, laid water by his head, shook him a little bit. Lodge woke up, took him a drink, took him a bite and went back to sleep. Angel woke him up one more time. And this is what he said. He said, Arise and eat, for the journey is too great for thee. If you don't keep your belly full on this journey that's your own, you'll begin to get weak in your spirit. But if if you'll maintain a full belly, you'll remain strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Did anybody come hungry tonight? Well, there's about 20 of us. Everybody else must be full. I come hungry, brother. God fed me every night. And I'm hungry because I know that he's got more. They, some of you try to fill your belly with everything. With everything else that this whole world can offer. And wonder why that you don't have fulfillment in your life. I'm telling you, you're pulling your chair up to the wrong table. You can't partake of the table of devils and the table of Almighty God. you got to make a choice tonight. If you're weary in your spirit, there's got to be a reason. Because the last time that I checked, the Word of God says that He's still a provider. Oh, Brother Miller, I'm just not worthy. Well, ain't nobody else in here either. If we was dependent on that, brother, we'd be in trouble. If we was worthy of what he was giving, willing to give us. Phibosheth looked at himself. Man coming there, banged up, crippled up, didn't have anything to offer the king. Probably thought he was about to get his head cut off. Because he was in the lineage of the kingship before David. And David had that right to take him out. Woo! So he looked at himself and said, what is thy servant that thou would look upon such a dead dog as I am? Why would you even pay any attention to me? Why would you even worry about me? I'd have rather live where I was at they come into the kingdom and die. You should have just left me alone, I guarantee you. That's what old Mephibosheth was running to his head, but it never come out of his mouth. Viewed yourself as a dog. Woo! That's false humility, friend. If you're a child of God, you ain't a dog. You ain't even close to a dog. That ain't how you got to approach him. The Bible says let us come boldly before the throne of grace. That we may obtain mercy and find help in our time of need. You can come to the table boldly tonight with an assurance in your heart. That what you need is going to be presented before you. If you need love in your life, it's here. If you need healing in your life, it's here. If you need strength in your life, it's here. If you need rest in your life, it's here tonight. If you need peace in your life, it's here. It's all laid out on the table. There was a woman in Matthew chapter 15... The Bible says that when Jesus entered into the coast of Tyre and Sidon, that a woman from Canaan besought him saying, Have mercy on me, thou son of David. My daughter is grievously vexed with the devil. But the scripture says that he answered her not a word. And the disciples besought him saying, Send her away. For she cried after us. Bishop and Jesus answered him, but I'm not sent to the lost sheep of Israel. I don't have nothing to do with her. She ain't in covenant with me. I don't have anything to do with her, kind. I'm only sent to the Jews. But the scripture says that she came and worshiped him saying, Lord, Help me. Help me. There was a desire there. There was faith on the inside of this woman that this man standing in front of her who she was not yet in covenant with had the answer to what was going on back home. Some of us got all kinds of hell going on back home. Got all kinds of problems when you walk in your front door. Oh, I'm talking to somebody right now. And before you get back tonight, if you'll just begin to cry out, Lord, help me. He's not going to respond the way that he did to this little old woman right here. He said, It's not meat to take the children's bread and to cast it to dogs. She said, Truth, Lord. Yet the dogs eat the crumbs. Lord, you're right. It ain't meat. It ain't a good thing for you to throw some of that bread that's on the inside of you to me. But if you'll just give me a little bit of crumb of what it is that's dwelling in you, I know that it'll be the answer that I need. I'm telling you right now, you're not waiting on crumb to fall and hit the floor. For the blood of Jesus Christ has given you and I who are Gentiles according to the flesh access to the table of the king. For there is neither Jew nor Greek. Bond or free. Male nor female. For you are all one in Christ Jesus. For you are a chosen generation. That's talking about you. A royal priesthood. A holy nation. A peculiar people. That should show forth the praises. Well, there's one up there that got it. That should show forth the praises. That should show forth the praises. I'm going to stay right here. That should show forth the praises. That should show forth the praises. That should show forth the praises, forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Who in times past were not a people but are now the people of God who had not obtained mercy but now have obtained mercy mercy is God not giving us what we deserve if you made a mistake last night the Bible says that the Lord's mercies are new every morning great is his faithfulness great is his faithfulness to me when i'm not faithful great is his faithfulness to me when i don't get it all right great is his faithfulness to me when i find myself in a place called loaded bar great is his faithfulness to me when i find myself living in famine he's a faithful king who promised to me that he would supply all of my needs Lift your hands right now. Come on, somebody pull out your big spoon right now. Come on, I got some more word. Pull out your big spoon right now. Say, God, I come to this house hungry. I come to this place needing a miracle. I come to this house needing change. I come to this place living in famine and I don't want to leave here living in famine anymore. They, some of you in covenant right now been water baptized in Jesus' name filled with the Holy Ghost but don't have enough boldness or faith on the inside of you to pull your chair up to the table and, and believe that God's going to provide for you with what you come here needing. The scripture says "Ho." Oh, Come, everyone that thirsteth, come ye to the waters. And he that hath no money, come ye buy and eat without money and without price. That means that it ain't going to cost you a thing tonight. They might charge you something when you get down the road. They might charge you something when you go in the restaurant. But you don't need nothing but faith tonight. Because when the, when the Lord looked at that little old woman, he was, the Bible said that he was amazed at her faith. And he said, O woman, great is thy faith. Because you believe, I'm going to give you what you desire. Great is thy faith. Be it unto thee as thou wilt. And her daughter was made whole from that very hour. A little bit later on in that chapter, I'm just going to preach a little bit. Is that all right? A little bit later on in chapter 15, multitude followed Jesus into the wilderness. And they began to throw down before him those that were dumb, lame, blind, and maimed and many others. And the Bible says they cast him at his feet and he healed every one of them. Everybody that was through at his feet, he healed them. He didn't turn not one of them away. That tells us something right there. And when they begin to see the miracles, the Bible said that they glorified the God of Israel. They begin to lift up their voice to him, they begin to magnify him. And when Jesus began to see all this going on, he said, I have compassion on the multitude. That's you tonight. That's me tonight. Because they continue with me now three days. And I will not send them away fasting. Lest they faint in the way. If you came here hungry tonight, Jesus is moved with compassion that you leave here full. If you came here empty tonight, you don't have to leave the same way that you came. You can leave here a changed individual because compassion, the compassion of the Almighty is moving right now. And he sees you right where you're at. And he's calling you out of that place. He's saying, come and dine. The disciples around him whom Jesus just fed the 5,000 with five loaves of bread and two little fish. Jesus said, what do we got in the bag? He said, seven loaves. One of them answered, seven loaves and a few little fishes. Lord said, I think that right there ought to do. The Bible says that he took them in his hands and he he lifted his hands towards heaven. And he began to be thankful. He began to be thankful for what he already had. Oh. And as he began to be thankful for what he already possessed, he began to multiply. Oh, somebody got to hear me right now. It began to multiply. If you'll stand right now and lift your hands and begin to be faithful, what you already have in your possession is going to begin to multiply. <laughs> they begin to pass out seven loaves. Where's my brother at that place? And a few little fishes. And everybody on the hillside. got so full that there was baskets left over. They walked out and they began to gather up what was remaining. Seven baskets full. Back home we eat a lot of gumbo. Think about gumbo. It's always better. On the second and the third day. Now it's good on the first day. When it's there in the pot. But brother, once it sits in the ice box for a day or two. Somebody know what I'm talking about? That's just like chili. Chili's good on the first day. But it's better on the second them leftovers is better. There's enough provision here tonight for the people that has followed him that you can walk away as you make your way back to your car with all arm full. When you get home, you can slide it in your spiritual icebox. And when hell tries to hit you head on tomorrow, about lunchtime, you can open that thing up, pull out that big old pot of gumbo, run your spoon down in it, pop it in the microwave and get it hot, and get your belly full again. He filled everybody. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all in one accord, in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled the house where well, they were sitting. There appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire. It said on each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. That means down every row, no matter what the need is, God can meet it right now. That means down every row, whatever the desire is. If you'll allow him to, he'll step in. If you'll pull your chair up to the table. David went on to say in 2 Samuel chapter 9 that Mephibosheth shall lead at my table continually. Daily. Not just one time. That's right, Bishop. But on a daily basis. He's going to have a place as one of the king's sons. You're a child of the king tonight. I'm going to say it. If you're in covenant with him through your obedience to Acts 2.38, you're a child of the king. Let's lift our hands right now. Brother, I just want you to sing. Come on, I want you to set your mind what that need is right now. What you came here desiring. What you came here looking to receive. As my brother sings, I just want you to begin to focus on that. I <laughs> Quito robo a tallan de acollo. That's it. Come on, somebody get hungry right now. Qilo Morroco to mosata rekete Maya y por mosata rekita Morroco y sete reza tallan la quito por to robo a tallan de la ca y peroto mosataye. That's it. Praying right now. Lift up your voice right now. Call upon the name of Jesus right now. Acknowledge who you are. I'm a child of the King.
1: I'm a child of the King. A of the King.
0: Let's hear you sing it brother.
1: Isha robo satarekete I porroto
0: mo sataya ndaye I korrekete masita roto mondaya I porroto masandre korro I korrekete masata ye achia Come on sing right now worship the Lord all across this place Worship the Lord all across this place Kila voroko to mo satare
1: Holy Spirit, take control. I am thirsty, hungry. I'm desperate for Your presence. I am thirsty, hungry. I'm desperate for. and fill our hearts Feel our minds fill Let me get a couple of brothers over here I want you to help me right Spirit, now We're going to pray for this man control. Come and fill our hearts Fill our minds Fill our souls Holy Spirit take control Come and fill our hearts, fill our minds, fill our souls, Holy Spirit take control.